0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Samuel chapter 22. David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down there to him. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered about him, and he became their commander. About four hundred men were with him. From there, David went to Mizpah in Moab and said to the king of Moab, Would you let my father and mother come and stay with you until I learn what God will do for me? So he left them with the king of Moab, and they stayed with him as long as David was in the stronghold. But the prophet Gad said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold. Go into the land of Judah. So David left and went into the forest of Hereth. Now Saul heard that David and his men had been discovered, and Saul was seated, spear in hand, under a tamarisk tree on the hill at Gibeah, with all of his officials standing at his side. He said to them, "'Listen, men of Benjamin, will the son of Jesse give all of you fields and vineyards?' Will he make all of you commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds? Is that why you've all conspired against me? No one tells me when my son makes a covenant with the son of Jesse. None of you is concerned about me or tells me that my son has incited my servant to lie in wait for me as he does today. But Duke the Edomite, who was standing with Saul's officials, said, I saw the son of Jesse come to Ahimelech, son of Ahitub, at Nob. Ahimelech inquired of the Lord for him, he also gave him provisions, and the sword of Goliath, the Philistine. Then the king sent for the priest Ahimelech, son of Ahitub, and all the men of his family who were the priests at Nob, and they all came to the king. Saul said, Listen now, son of Ahitub. Yes, my lord, he answered. Saul said to him, Why have you conspired against me, you and the son of Jesse? giving him bread and a sword and inquiring of God for him, so that he has rebelled against me and lies in wait for me as he does today. Ahimelech answered the king, Who of all your servants is as loyal as David, the king's son-in-law, captain of your bodyguard and highly respected in your household? Was that day the first time I inquired of God for him? Of course not. Let not the king accuse your servant or any of his father's family for your servant knows nothing at all about this whole affair. But the king said, You will surely die, Ahimelech, you and your whole family. Then the king ordered the guards at his side, Turn and kill the priests of the Lord, because they too have sided with David. They knew he was fleeing, yet they did not tell me. But the king's officials were unwilling to raise a hand to strike the priests of the Lord. The king then ordered Dug. You turn and strike down the priest. So Dug the Edomite turned and struck them down. That day he killed 85 men who wore the linen ephod. He also put to the sword Nob, the town of the priest, with all of its men, women, children, and infants, and its cattle, donkeys, and sheep. But one son of Ahimelech, the son of Ahitub, named Abiathar, escaped and fled to join David. He told David that Saul had killed the priests of the Lord. Then David said to Abiathar, That day when Dug the Edomite was there, I knew he would be sure to tell Saul, I'm responsible for the death of your whole family. Stay with me. Don't be afraid. The man who wants to kill you is trying to kill me too. You'll be safe with me. And so, friends, once again, Saul adds another crime to his long list against the Lord. Another sin, and this time it is a huge sin issue. But we start out, David uh, had left Gath. He goes to a cave called the Cave of Adullam. And his brothers and his father's household hear about it, and they go to join him. Now this is really a a good turn of events. You remember that his brothers were jealous, and they said bad things about him uh, when he came out to stand against Goliath and Uh, You know, they had been skipped over for the anointing as kings, but here the family's reconciled and his brothers and his father and his mom comes with them and they're all reconciled to David at this cave in in hiding, cave of Adullam. And it says in verse two, all those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered about David and he became their commander. So at this point, David gathers 400 men and um, they're malcontents. These are not. Ordinary guys, these are people, it says specifically, who were in distress or debt or discontented. And so he he gathers an army of 400 malcontented men. What a way to start. But that's what he did. And then Saul raises some questions back with all of his advisors and says, you know, David's trying to kill me. Why won't any of you tell me what's going on with David? My own son, Jonathan, is conspiring with him and making covenants with him. And this guy Duke, the Edomite who had been standing um when David went and recovered the sword of Goliath and got the showbread to eat when he was fleeing from Saul Duke, who was standing with Saul's officials said I saw the son of Jesse come to Ahimelech son of Ahitub at Nob and Ahimelech inquired of the Lord for him he also gave him provisions and the sword of Goliath the Philistine Then the king sent for Ahimelech and um all the men of his family who were priests at Nob, so they came to to King Saul, and Saul questioned them. And of course, um, Ahimelech said, "You know, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't know David was escaping. He's the captain of your bodyguard. I've inquired of the Lord for him before. You know, he's been a court official. I did what I always do." And uh, the king was outraged. He ordered that Ahimelech and all of his family be struck down, and nobody in Saul's uh, leadership team wanted to do it. They recognized that these were priests of Yahweh. They were not priests of Saul. They were priests of Yahweh. And as such, they were under the protection of the Almighty. But Saul kept on until Dug agreed to strike down the priest. So this Dug the Edomite, um, he was, he's not a Jew by birth. He's a, a born in Edom. He turns and strikes down 85 priests. And if that were not enough, he goes back to the town of the priest, to Nob, and with however many men he took with him, we don't know, he struck down every man, woman, child, infant, and all of, the, all of the livestock in the town. So this was a tremendous assault on the Lord's priest. And as such, it was an attack on God himself. And so one son of Ahimelech named Abiathar escaped and fled to join David. Now, this Abiathar is going to become prominent in the life of David. And so he told David that Saul had killed the priest of the Lord, and unlike Saul, who took no responsibility for anything—remember, he was always making excuses to Samuel and others about uh, the fact that other people made him do it, essentially—David says, I'm responsible for the death of these priests and for your whole family. And so David takes responsibility. It's indicative of his character, uh, the comparison and contrast with Saul's character's inescapable— and he he offers um, sanctuary for the Sabiathar. He says, Stay with me, because uh, this man Saul who wants to kill you is trying to kill me as well. Stay with me. And so Lord, we recognize that um uh these outcast, uh these four hundred men, this outcast army gathered around David, he became their commander. And Lord, um out of these four hundred, we assume would come the mighty men of David the mighty um, battle-hardened army that would stick with David through the rest of his life. Lord, they didn't look like much at the beginning, but you shaped them into a mighty army. God, um, many of us have come to the kingdom not as soldiers or warriors. Many of us have been like um, these men, in distress or in debt or discontented. But Lord, we've now gathered around you, the captain of the host. And we ask you, Lord, to shape us into a mighty spiritual army to do your will in the earth. Lead us, Captain of the Host, Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app, and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.